Crew Pros, your single source for high-quality, affordable home services. If you are remodeling, repairing, or replacing, Crew Pros are the professionals that can do the job no matter the size. If you are thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bath, needing a new HVAC system, plumbing repairs, flooring, or a complete roof replacement, call Crew Pros. Crew Pros, proud sponsor of the Grizz 901 Podcast. Memphis, 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 and I'm thankful for this this guy who tweeted and said I don't have that fire in my eye no more. That game right there was for him. That's what I do. I prove people wrong each and every night, and that's for him right there. Hi, this is Tom Izzo at Michigan State, and you're listening to Grizz 901. What up, Grizz Nation, and welcome back to another episode of Grizz 901. We are presented by Zach Jaworski State Farm, where they treat you like family. Make sure you tune into them and make sure you keep tuning to us. We will have with us Alan Bell at some point today. He is getting by. Um, he's obviously it's a busy day for everyone. Uh, there's Monday night football happening tonight, so that's one of the biggest things that he's he's having to do. Uh, but he should be here by the show at some point today. Uh, but I'm your host Daniel Greer, and I'm running solo, solo today. But we have our other guy here. We're going to try to bring him in, see if this thing works seamlessly. All right. So uh, can you hear me, Alan? Oh, I got you, brother. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you great. All right. So to little inter- introduce you real quick, he's a guy who will make you laugh. He's a guy who will help you cash. He's from CBS. He's from Sportsline. He is Alan Bell. What's up, man? Daniel, what's up, buddy? I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, for sure. So I had to get you on. So Obviously, I've been following you all uh, on Sportsline since COVID, pretty much. <laughs> I yeah. think that's been the, the biggest thing. Um, and so if you haven't followed them at all, Sportsline's the early edge. You can check them out on YouTube. Just put in early edge. Uh, it's the, the easiest thing to do. But but uh, obviously, you're a flannel guy. I, I love that you showed up in flannel. It's the biggest thing. Uh, but so give us a little background on you, because there's probably not a lot of people that know as much about you as probably I might. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, like you said, all right. So, the early edge, CBS, CBS Sports Line. Um, you know, it's our uh, our daily show, sports betting, uh, and what we do. So that's kind of where I'm at, like now, right? Like at the spot. Right. How I got there, man, is a fascinating story. So, um, I used to be, <laughs> I used to be a backup mascot for the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. Okay. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Like that's how I started. Like I would. I was just on the field and doing like videos and stuff like that during games. And then the dude like got like super sick and they like, you know, NFL teams are like, they're like small family businesses, right? Like there's right. not really a lot of employees. Right. So this dude came running up and he goes, he goes, Hey man, he goes, I hate to ask you. He goes, you're the same size as him, dude. He's like, can you get in the suit? And I was like, Oh yeah. You know, like he thought I'd be like nervous, you know? And I was like, Oh, this is right up my alley. So, uh, dude, threw it on, man, and just did, you know, silly stuff. And uh, I, I worked there for three, four years, three, four years. Okay. Uh, then went over to 24-7 Sports, started the NFL kind of coverage over there. CBS Sports bought 24-7 Sports. That's where we're at now, man. Yeah, I like it. That's that's an interesting story. So what did you do with in the mascot? Like, did you just have to run around doing the routine stuff, whatever you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that dude, like, he had, like, there's all kinds of, like, 
you know, plans and skits and stuff, right? right. Well, I didn't know any of it, right? <laughs> so the dude and the guy was cool, like, you know, who managed like all of like uh the entertainment, you know, during games. He right. was like, Look, man, he was like, just just go out there and just be an idiot. Like, you can't go wrong if you're just bringing energy, right? So like yeah, man, like I just go mess with cheerleaders and stuff, you know, like bother <laughs> them during the game. Uh, I, I I had a uh, they should have never let me have a t-shirt cannon. I was firing that thing like three <laughs> row, like to the third level. Dude, just stuff like that, man. It was fun. What's the mascot's name? Because I've been to Titans games T-Rack. way back in the day. Uh, what is T Rack? T Rack, yeah. So T-Rack. it's like T, like Tennessee, right. and then it's a raccoon. So rack, yeah. So T Rack, yeah. Uh, off the subject one more time. Uh, Tennessee Vols. Obviously, there's probably a lot of Vols fans here. We're obviously. Memphis is its own state in a sense. I, yeah. As you probably know that we're a little different. Uh, Alan is from Nashville, but uh, about the Tennessee Vols, you're a big fan. Yeah. How excited are you about what's happening right now in Knoxville? Yeah, man. So first off, let me say, um, and you've probably seen it like you have, you know, on Twitter for a while now, like I've been trying to bring Memphis and Nashville back together. Like right. I feel like if Memphis and Nashville come back together, right? Like it's a powerhouse that the country can't handle. Um, I'll say my parents, they're from Memphis, uh, Whitehaven, right? So, yep. uh, way back to early seventies. Um, so I got a lot of love for Memphis, man. Um, but yeah, for, as for Tennessee, uh, I mean, it's, it's, um, it, it's unbelievable because we've all seen like Tennessee athletics just been horrible right, for like right. 15 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, now you look like they were finally smart to get rid of everybody that had like something to do. With the, you know, with the university, right? They're yeah, like, we're just yeah, hiring yeah. all outside people. And look at it. Like, football, basketball, baseball, women's basketball, like, all top five immediately. So, I mean, it's just been so quick that it's just, you can't even really, like, comprehend it, you know? Yeah, no, I, I like it. And obviously, there is a divide there. Uh, bridging the gap is probably yeah. sports. Uh, that's the easiest thing. Yeah, uh, I agree. And going back to the Grizzlies, like that's one one of the teams that the state kind of gets behind, but also like the Mid-South, uh, Memphis, Nashville. There's a big Nashville crew up there that supports the Grizzlies. Um, so getting let's get into betting a little bit because I don't want to waste all of our time getting off top, uh, subject talking about uh, T-Rack. <laughs> dude, <laughs> now you see what coach deals with, dude. I'll take your show off the rails quick. No, that's all right. All right. So let's uh, let's get in a little bit. Uh, the first thing I want to hit on and then we'll kind of go from there. Um, obviously, the uh, the one thing that you shouldn't do that we're doing here uh, is betting on your favorite team. Like that's like the Uber number one thing. Just don't do it because it's too much of your heart. But I think that you you personally, I feel like you do a really good job of whether it's betting on Tennessee, uh, whether it's betting on the Titans and whether it's you know local sports in general. Um, and I've kind of been fascinated with that. And yes, there's probably bets that you tank because you do like, all right, you're chasing or it's your favorite team, but I think you do a good job on it. And, you know, for the most part. So what are some, uh, I guess, some implementations that you put on yourself or like keys to your success? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you, you bring up a good point, right? Like that's been the mantra forever. Like don't bet on your favorite team. I, yeah. I, I complete, like, I completely disagree with it with a caveat and okay. you, and you were hitting right on it is that, you got to have your heart and your head in check, right? right? But, like, for anybody out there, you know, who who bets on games and is a huge Grizz fan, right? Like, dude, you know more about the Grizz than anyone else. Right. You know right. what I mean? So it's like you know more than the books. You know more than anybody out here, right? Like, it would be like me, like, right now, like, somebody who's, a, you know, 
a Sacramento Kings fan, right? Like, I'm trying to, like, tell him, you know, about betting. He's like, dude, I've watched this team for 20 years. What the hell are you going to tell me? You know what I mean? Uh, so, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I Like, I, I, if you can keep your head and your heart in check, like, you can make good money. Like, you okay. really can because you know these teams, you understand it, and you understand the matchups. Like, I don't take Tennessee every single week. I'll, I'll ride first quarters, right, because it's just literally that profitable. Right. But, like, I don't always ride with the Vols or the Titans. That's okay. another thing. Like, you come up on the matchups where you know, all right, it's time to fade them. Like, they're not going to – like, watch. The, I'll go ahead and say it. The first – like, the next game that the Titans and the Jaguars play, I'll take the Jaguars because they provide – just a ridiculous matchup against Tennessee. That I'm not saying they're better than Tennessee, right, but the right. matchups, it's gonna th- it, it, it is not fit to the Titans game whatsoever. Right. So yeah, yeah man, like just keep your heart and your head in check, dude. You're good. Yeah, no, that's been our biggest thing is and people have told us, you know, you can't bet on your your team. Uh we, we have a Grizzly uh player watch that we do. Uh it's pretty much four players and it's you know four player props, like you know, different aspects we want to attack the games with. And so that's what we've been doing good. And we've done really well at it so far this year, uh, a new thing that we're doing. And so is there any like, I, I guess let's first ask, uh, are you big into NBA betting at all? I know you're yeah, NFL. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Now, I'll say this, man. Like, And, and I think a lot of people are seeing it right now. Um, the NBA and the NHL are very difficult sports. Major League Baseball, too. Very difficult sports to bet like the mm-hmm. first month. Because it's yeah. such a long season that, dude, it's hard. It's, it's, I, I, you know me, I'm a big like totals guy. I'm a big team right, totals right. guy. Like, I don't even really bet spreads all that terribly much. But, dude, it's just hard, man, because every team and every coaching staff, every training staff is approaching star players differently. Like, some are going to come right out of the gate. Like, you know, look at the Warriors, look at the Lakers, right? Like, right. Every single team is different how they approach it. So be careful, you know, in the first month, which is nothing that you haven't already right. said to begin with, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there are beginners, obviously, around this sport, and people are hopping in literally every yeah. day. And so that's one of the biggest things, especially for Memphis. Uh, you know, we're trying to lead the way in Grizzlies betting, but also just kind of sports betting in general, because I, I think that there's it's an untapped market in a sense. I yeah. think there's people here that, you know, do a good job. So um, anything just betting – 101 to the beginner that you want to tell somebody because both I've heard it, but, but you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, uh, first off, all right, parlays. Okay. (laughs) Dude, be careful. Like you're going to burn your money. Like, uh, like parlays are where these sports books are making so much money. Now I'm not saying don't play parlays. You could do it intelligently. All right. Micah Roberts, who is, uh, you know, part of our crew over here. He's a former bookmaker. From the mob days, like in Vegas, like 70s, right? Like this dude is intelligent. And the first like the first thing that he told me, he goes, if your parlay is more than two legs, he goes, dude, just throw in the trash. You know, and like I, I kind of live by that, right? So it's like yeah. be careful. Like again, not saying don't play them, just be careful. Like you can make good money on two leg parlays over and over and over instead yeah. of trying to hit a 10 leg, which I mean, what 10 things in life? go right at the same time like it's just hard right so that one number two um matchups are everything uh, yeah. especially in the nba especially when you're betting you know player props and you start to get into those markets but i'll say this like talking about that um you'll know and anybody else that's watched the early edge like i bet quarterbacks and kickers more than anything in the world 
I do, right? And it's like one, it's yeah. a market like quarterbacks. I mean, I, everybody that's quarterbacks, but like there are markets that you can take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Two, like what you want to do if you're new to sports betting or if you've been it for a long time, like simplify the game, make it easy because there's so many bets out there that could get your brain rattled, right? So what I do before like an NFL game, but this works for NBA too, like just kind of whiteboard it, man. Like start with, okay, what do I think is final score? And you have to get it right, but just kind of get in the range. Right, right, right. right. 115, 108, whatever, right? right? Then you start to say, okay, all right. Got 115, 108. All right. Where are my star players? Like who who fits well in this matchup? Is this a John night, right? Is this a Desmond Bain night, right? Like start to just kind of, you know, mark those things out. And then you look at the books and you can see where you can find value, right? So I know that sounds like a lot, but it's yeah. actually trying to make the game like so much more simple. And that's what yeah. you want to do. Because when you start to do that, you're going to see your success numbers go way up. Right. Yeah. And that's what we've done is uh, try to be um, I, I know a lot of people back in the day, I think there was a golf company that was like called Kiss. Keep yeah. it simple, stupid. Yeah, uh, I think that's what it was. It's a but life watcher, dude, for real. Yeah. <laughs> but that's literally what we try to do. That's what I try to do personally. And I've done um, I I probably haven't spent as much money, not nearly in like yeah. a tenth or a hundredth of what really I've earned from you all and just learning, you know, just how to bet. Uh, but that's one of the biggest things I've learned is like, keep it simple. Uh, and I'm glad you said that is because, you know, yes, they're just learn like what you're good at. Like, that's what I've learned. And I've learned a little bit from, you know, not a little bit, probably a lot from you uh, on the kickers thing is trying to find an untapped market, like one that maybe not as many people are going after. So the fluctuation of the numbers aren't crazy. Uh, but like, Talk on the the fluctuation of the numbers. And I know it. You know some people don't understand it as well. But um, when let's say a bunch of people hit a number, like let's say it's a jaw over twenty seven and a half points, and you think he's going to do that, and it was at minus one ten, but all of a sudden now it's twenty eight and a half at minus one twenty. Like, is there any kind of rules or anything you like to uh, think about when that happens? Yeah. So, you know, you obviously want to be careful, right? Like, you want to pay attention to those because it's very important. Um, you know where the market is taking it. Uh, and again, look, I mean, you know, props in the NBA, the NFL, like they're all going to do that on star players. So understand that coming in. Like John Morant is one of the most popular players in the world, right? So people are always, it's like the Kansas City Chiefs. It's like Tom Brady. Like the public's always going to bet star players and overs. So the right. first thing is to know, like have a plan and look ahead. Like once you start operating beyond like say today, and you're looking at, you know, the Grizz next game, and you're saying, okay, when are these numbers going to come out? When do they, when are they going to drop? So that you have an idea, okay, like you're kind of playing ahead here, and you're like, all right, I've done my research already kind of, you know, against this team. Like, I think that this is going to be a big jaw game. So I'm going to want to get there early. Or, or if you think that, you know, this is, you know, somebody else, say it is going to be a Tyus Jones game, right? You're like, dude, jaw's going to have a bunch of assists but his points are going to be like way low, right? Well, let the public do the work for you, man. Like let them yeah. bet the points up, up, up. And then dude, once it reaches that peak, hit that under man. So like you can find value doing that. Now it sounds much easier said than done because these things happen so quickly. But yeah. I would say like, that's another thing for anybody that's brand new. Um, Don't, don't be a like that day. I do all my research, all my work. Like, 
it's hard because the yeah. NBA is such a fast-moving sport, but when you could get yourself even 12 hours that day ahead, right? Like, you're you're in a good spot because most of the public is going to be betting two hours before the game. Yeah. So, yeah, like, just, just getting ahead, man, it'll literally, like, you won't see it immediately, but you'll start to see your profits go up, go up, go up, and your losses, which that's another thing if you're brand new, you're going to lose bets. Like, just understand <laughs> that right out of the gate. If they're going to lose. You're going to lose some in ridiculous fashion, heartbreaking fashion. All of that is going to happen. So understand that that will happen. But your losses will be less expensive, right? So yeah. now you're playing, like you said, you know, a minus 110 as opposed to a 120, 130. Yeah, just being ahead of the game, man, like it's worth its weight in gold. Yeah, no, you can see the, the line movement. It's always great if you put in a bet and let's say it came out, job 27 and a half, and then all of a sudden you see it game time, it's 29 and a half at minus 120, and you're like, oh, please, yeah, just, just, yeah. Just, yeah, just please. Or you're thinking, oh, my God, am I? what did I do wrong? Like, did, did, why, why did the line move so much? Well, well, you, know, you know what's funny? Like, it's funny, like, on the early edge, like, you know, people will talk like Mike McClure or uh, yeah. Pop Stars. Like, these two dudes are like, they're the like some of the best at what they do. And right. it's, I shouldn't even be on the same like channel as these two guys, like how good that they are. But I do laugh that like, they'll legitimately like move the market. Like when they yes. come out, like with a prop, the last two times I'll come out with it. It goes the opposite way. <laughs> Dude. And they'll start laughing. Like Michael sent me like a little message, like during the show. He's like, it's going. I'm like, damn it. So it cracks me up. <laughs> that. That is funny. Uh, is there any uh, bets or any props, whatever, you, you know, what what do you target uh, if you're betting on NBA? And I don't know how big, I know you obviously bet on NBA, but how big yeah. you do. So is there an area you target personally? Well, you know, I, I keep it kind of the same as I do other sports, right? Like it, it, anybody that, if you check, you know, the early edge, and I'm not plugging it, I'm just saying like, you will Plug see, yeah, <laughs> thanks, man. like you will see that I'm pretty consistent across sports like i'll bet nfl team totals i'll bet college football team totals i'll bet major league baseball team totals like i try to keep it as simple as possible so if that's like something that you're into or whatever like area that you find that you're like you know what i'm kind of good at picking out assists right. or i'm kind of good at rebounds like whatever it is stick with it man like you can you can make good money off of that like you don't have to bet the game spread the total like find your area like mess around with some different things, some things that, you know, that, that you understand, you know, that you like and uh, dude, like just keep it simple, man. So like, yeah. I didn't really answer your question that great, but <laughs> what I'm saying is, yeah, like I love to play team totals. Um, I, I love to play, you know, player props to a degree in terms of points. Um, Cause I try, I, I, I treat star players like a John Morant, like I would a Patrick Mahomes in terms right, of right. like touchdowns, right. Things like that. So yeah, man, like just, Dude, find your groove. Like, you don't have to do the big, let's bet all of it. Like, find your little spot, man, and you make good money off it. Yeah, it's okay to hit the, you know, if you want to put in two bucks on a 10-thing parlay, whatever. Do your those thing. are fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, those yeah. are fun. But just know, it's $2. You're probably going to lose it 99.9% .9 of the time, right? Yeah. So putting in a 10-way parlay is fine. Like, whatever, if you want to have some fun, have some skin in the game, just kind of watch the game. Uh, but like you were saying, it, you know, a two leg parlay is the max three is three is my max personally. 
yep. uh, unless it's unless it's free money from a FanDuel, you know, that MGM or something like that, uh, then I will, you know, obviously put that in. Uh, but straight bets are the way to go. Like when you get something that's one player, you know, at Desmond Bain over three and a half assists at minus 110, that's the direction you want to go. And that's what you want to check. Um, anything else on betting before I ask some uh, some Grizzlies related questions? Um, man, nothing for me, man. Like, okay. I, I think we kind of covered it again. Like, like you said, like you've been preaching, like keeping it simple, dude. Like that's the way to go. Yep. We're going to keep having our Grizzly player watch, uh, guys on here. So make sure that you kind of stay tuned to that. But, um, a few questions on the Grizzlies. Have you kept up with the Grizzlies at all? Or do you have a favorite team outside of the Grizzlies? No, man. Like, uh, uh I, well, let me answer it. Yes. Have kept up with the Grizzlies. No, okay. do not have a favorite team. And, and you know, you, you hit on it earlier. There's a ton of Grizzlies fans like in Nashville, right? Like, and I think you're right. Like, sports is the way to kind of bridge that. But yeah, yeah, man. Like, Grizzlies are a good team. Like, it, that's nothing you know new. Um, but I love how exciting and fun that this team can be. And um, yeah, man. Like, they're a blast to watch for sure. Yeah, no, they're good. That's what uh, I, I feel like they're honestly becoming the the team that uh, I want to say somebody brought up that. If the the Kansas City Chiefs come there, uh, yeah. that you're gonna go see them, uh, yeah. and you might be a fan of you know whoever, you might be a fan of the Rams, but when the Chiefs come, you're gonna make sure you go because you want to see the Chiefs play. Uh, yeah. I think they I think they are becoming that, and mainly it's because of Jaw. In all honesty, um, have you been to a, a game here at the Forum yet? Yeah, it's awesome, it, dude. It's awesome. Like it, I want. I haven't been to a playoff game. Like I, I definitely want to go to that because it's just so much more amped up. Uh, but I mean, it, dude, the forum's amped up regardless, right? And, and I think that what you said, like Jaws, a lot to do with it. Also, like you know, the, like the grit and grind, like days, like all of that, like it, it, it hit on a national level, and people are like, dude, this team is fun. Yeah, and then. Obviously, John Morant comes and it, you know, explodes. Yeah. So, uh, so what are you betting on today? Anything in general? Anything that you have? All right, for the Grizz, just in general. In general, go- all right. Yeah, we're definitely going with your boy, the Bengals kicker tonight, man, McPherson. <laughs> we're going over one and a half field goals, even though their coach is crazy, dude. Uh, he's nuts, but yeah, man, we're gonna go with that. Like, I'd love your thoughts. Like Monday Night Football, real quick. Like, I know you got like a full show, yeah. but like, what do you like? No, what are you I looking go. at? Yeah. Yes. So I have uh, my my kicker uh, model, whatever, and I have it printed out. Which, uh, yeah. if everybody wants to see, I love uh, that. By the way, like, dude, you sent that over, and I was look, I was looking through it last night, dude. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I have two uh, that two things I look at the most. Uh, where's my camera? All right. So one of them is the defense's field goals allowed, and the yeah. other one is the the team's field goals made. So whoever the kicker is, I usually look at the trends. Um, and I'm looking at uh, Cincinnati, right? They were at uh, six games in a row and allowing two or more field goals until last week. They didn't. Yeah. So I feel like Cade York, who's actually coming off of a game of two, three and two field goals each of those two games, I feel like they're going to get down there into the red zone. And Brissett is, problems he, in the red zone. Yeah, is yeah. he good enough to score? And I think Cincinnati is a top 10 uh, uh, red zone defense. I like both kickers, weirdly enough, which yeah. is always uh, – it sets me up for disaster, 100%. Yeah. I'll, I'll lose both. No. But yes. Like, I know what you mean. I know. Like, I, dude, I, I do the same thing. Um, I, I think you're thinking correctly, too, right? Like, I mean, the Browns have had serious red zone issues, right? 
You look at the Bengals, you know, without Jamar Chase in there, like their offense is completely different. Right. To where they might not hit those bombs, but, you know, they kind of have like that same feel as the Ravens to where they're only playing like 65 yards of a field because they have a kicker who's almost automatic in, yeah. in McPherson and can bomb them. So, yeah, man, I like that a lot for sure. Yeah, I, I love McPherson. He is a uh, Florida uh, Gator, and uh, and I love my Gators. Uh, yeah. I'm a '90s kid. I, I, you know, I'm probably the the person everybody hates, but I'm a Steve Spurrier '90s kid. I'm the Braves. Uh, dude, Cowboys. Spurrier was awesome, dude. Dude, I love Spurrier. Spur- okay, so I married a Tennessee Vol uh, alumni, right? Yeah. And so our family is like, my kids are go Gators, go Vols, and yeah. now there's no go Gators this year. It was last year, <laughs> not this year. So, uh, anything else you're on before we get you out of here yeah dude we're going grizz team total over 115 and a half tonight now look Ooh. dude yeah like look man here's the hard part like you if you look at these two teams like memphis scoring right like i mean right. these dudes love to score utah great defense man like they've been choking people out uh i think it could be a weird matchup for utah yeah let me get one over 115 and a half at minus 105 too Ooh, i like it is that uh is that dependent on Ja coming back? Yes. Like, okay. yeah, like we're, we're, we're definitely going to, yeah, we're definitely going to do it. But I mean, everything, you know, that the books are putting out, like that he's going, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. And it, it's, you know, what, and what it is, it's, it's flu like symptoms. Uh, what I understand, what I feel it is uh, him and Jake LaRavia are both uh, now Desmond Bain is on the questionable, but Grizzlies questionable is usually means probable in a yeah. sense, uh, for whatever reason, that's what they use. And so uh, there's no probable for the Grizzlies. Zero. You will not see a probable <laughs> for the Grizzlies ever. Uh, I think I it's a way it. for them to get out of it. But, uh, but Alan, I can't thank you enough, man. You, uh, you're, you're my favorite personally. Like I love <laughs> M- I love M square. I, I love prop stars. Um, I follow them probably as much as, you know, as you, uh, but I just, I love the energy. I love that. Honestly, what you can bring and you're from the six one five. Well, you know, we'll, we'll welcome you in to the nine Oh one. Yeah. I appreciate uh, that. But we gotta get, I gotta get you down here and uh, get some beers for sure. And uh, kind of have a good time. Maybe go to the Grizzlies game. Dude, I am a hundred percent in on that. We're definitely doing that. <laughs> we'll catch you out though, man. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, brother. All right, appreciate see it, man. All right. Thanks to Alan. We're going to keep going uh, with this. We're going to preview the game, maybe another 10 or so minutes, and then we'll get you out of here. But Alan was uh, gracious enough to kind of spend some time with us and uh, have a, have, you know, some good gambling talk. Uh, A lot of people have been asking about um, really, you know, the gambling aspect of everything. Uh, And ever since we start putting out our Grizzly player watches, uh, I think we went uh, six and oh, and so last week, which was awesome. Um, and so, yeah. So, yeah, Alan was the best, man. And so uh, we want to keep it going. Uh, so let's get into the game tonight. As Alan said, over 115 and a half for the for points. Yeah, why not? Let's, let's keep it doing. Uh, but before we get into there, let's give you a little bit from our sponsor, Zach Jaworski State Farm, where they treat you like family. If you don't have insurance or you do have insurance, go get a quote from them. They'll be more than happy to give you a quote. Let them know that the Grizz 901 crew sent you. You can follow them at, uh, call them at 901-459-4227 at ZachInsuresMemphis.com, Z-A-C-H, ZachInsuresMemphis.com. Again, Zach Jaworski State Farm, 901-459-4227. All right, let's get into the game tonight. And um, <laughs> we have some people asking about some player props. Um, 
as you know, we're going to hold off a tiny bit uh, on some player props because uh, with the line movement and what's happening with uh, the game, uh, we got to make sure we take our take a take a step back and wait until the line moves. Uh, but one thing we want to look at, and coming from the last game, man, I, I just think that this could be another Desmond Bain game. Um, he's shooting well, and so if his points, if he comes back and he's healthy and he plays right, because he's not going to be, he, he's not going to be on the court if he's not healthy. Uh, so if we go back and look at this past game where I, I don't I don't expect to see a guy like uh, Dylan Brooks go off again. So if Jaw's back, if the if the Dylan Brooks number is at 19 and a half, 18 and a half, go under 100 percent of the time. Uh, but if you're looking at uh, Dylan Brooks, he's hit 30 in three straight games. Ride with Dylan, man. I'm not sorry, not Dylan, but uh, Desmond. Ride with Desmond. Uh, over 19 and a half, I would say, if it's at minus 110, uh, I'd say definitely go hit that. Um, also, if Ja is back, look at the assist for Bain again. So if you see that, the ball's in Desmond Bain's hands more, but he's obviously having to shoot more, having to do more. When Ja's on the team and Ja's playing, he can actually be a facilitator. So that's how the game switches a little bit. Uh, Steven Adams, his, his number, his rebound number has been at 10 and a half a lot. I don't love 10 and a half, especially with a small jazz team. He played three minutes in the fourth quarter of the last game, which was weird to me. Uh, and so we want to make sure we um, kind of just stay away from the 10 and a half. I'm not saying fade, but 10 and a half is weird. His assist number has been three and a half. I would go under three and a half on Steven Adams' assist. And I know these are unders, but these are just looking at the lines and which way they go. Uh, if it's at two and a half, obviously go Stephen Adams uh, assist here. But uh, looking at this uh, this game, you're going to have a Mike Conley come back 100%. Um, and I would imagine Rudy Gay is going to be active for this game. Uh, those are going to be two good players, but also they're going to slow the game down just a tiny bit. Uh, Mike isn't the up and down guy as that I feel like they had last game. Um, and neither is Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay plays you know, 10, 15 minutes a game, which isn't a ton. Uh, but I expect uh, the Grizzlies, honestly, to win this. The line has now fallen down to two. Uh, people in the ESPN analytics are saying that it's a 53% chance for the Jazz. Even at minus two, they're saying that they're expecting the Jazz to win. There is no way. And I will stand on the mountain and scream from the mountaintops. If for some reason the Grizzlies play jaw, Desmond Bain, and even let's say Jake Laravia, there is no way, zero, 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 zero point zero chance that they are going to lose to the Jazz tonight. We predicted they would split. Uh, I think it was, I don't even know who it was. Was it Nathan? Uh, no, it was Jesse. We They would split in Utah. I think I predicted that they would win by 10 or more in Sacramento. They would lose the first game. We did not expect Ja to be out and then win the second game uh, before they finish up with the um, the Trailblazers. Uh, I think that is – what night is the Trailblazers? It's in November. It's Wednesday. All right, so they have games, uh, you know, back-to-back. Uh, but something I will hit on real quick, and I think Nathan um, – uh, I'm going to, I'm going to show this up here, but Nathan is here. Uh, he's our weekday boo. He's here. Uh, but honestly, defense defensively is what I want to talk about the most today. Um, the Grizzlies 
have been the absolute worst, if not the worst, um, in the league defensively this year. They were last year as well, okay? They're without Zaire, who's a really, really, really good guy who is defensive-minded. He's very long. I've watched him in person guard Brandon Ingram. And literally, in a three-point stance, he's down, hand up, and his hand literally reaches taller than Brandon Ingram, even in a stance. Uh, he's so long. Uh, and that's I think that's why he's kind of out right now uh, with knee issues is because I think that he's growing. And so obviously he's going to get longer. But without you know a guy like Zaire, who's been good defensively, and a guy that um, is our, uh, our block Panther and Jaron, that's really the reason. Uh, they're having to cover up a lot for Ja. And I understand that Ja's been much better this year. Uh, but he's still he's still a smaller guard. He's still struggling. And so we may want to, you know, look at that. Uh, but looking at that, uh, the Grizzlies have went into a 3-2 defense. And if you watch, whenever they come down the court, there's a head guy. And I know I've said this before, but there's a head guy on the top of the, you know, right at the top of the key, top of the three-point line. Uh, and there's, you know, the two wings and then two posts for the most part. Wherever your guy goes, that's where you kind of start defensively. That's, you know, whenever you're getting back, you guard that top and then you kind of just rotate depending on where your guy lands. Because most of the time, that's the way these offenses run is there's a top two wings and then a post or a runner, a uh, short corner. There's, you know, there's there's pretty much like the umbrella effect and there's obviously somebody in the middle uh, at times. But the Grizzlies have been running that mostly. And I, I think that's actually been, been really well. And that's kind of what's helped them in the past is getting to that 3-2 matchup zone where they're able to play on a their man who's in front of them, but you also have somebody that you know is on the help side defense. Uh, they're able to come over and completely help, and I think that's one of the biggest things that they're going to uh, be able to do. Um, and I think that's really going to help them going forward if they can figure out really how to be effective with that 3-2 uh, zone defense. I think it's going to be good. So uh, so we'll see, but yeah. Um, the, the shooters, obviously, are the biggest thing with Utah. Um, I'm probably going to go over with Jordan Clarkson uh, on points against that 17 and a half. I think Jordan Clarkson plays well against the Grizzlies, especially lost in rotations, open three, transition three. Um, I, I like Clarkson in that. Uh, but, but pay attention to this. The Jordan Clarkson is uh, minus, I think it's minus 125, minus 120 for over 17 and a half points. In every game this season, when he's gone over that number, he's actually hit three three-pointers. His line is at two-and-a-half three-pointers at plus 110. So you get plus money for pretty much the same thing. So if he's going to hit three three-pointers, he's more than likely going to go over his 17-and-a-half points. So I like his three-pointers better. That's probably going to be a Grizzly player watch uh, thing to go on because I think he is good at shooting twos and being in transition. Uh, but I think that how they correlate together. He has to have three threes to go over that 17 and a half uh, to really kind of find his groove. And so that's kind of the direct direction we're going. So um, some player watches that we're going to be on tonight. Uh, we're not going to go too crazy because it is a still a weird game with injuries. Uh, still the early part of the season with uh, like Alan Bell was talking about. And so uh, we want to make sure we're being very careful and not going too crazy and too all in four plays is fine. Uh, we're going to make uh, Allen's official play over uh, 115 and a half. I'm going to make another official play. Here is Grizzlies minus two. Uh, but if you want to take Grizzlies at plus two, 
If you want to take them at plus three, wait till the game starts. You're going to see both teams going to run for whatever reason. That's how basketball is. And you're going to see the line fluctuate enough, especially when it's just at minus two, especially against a home dog, uh, a team that's not favored at home. Uh, you're going to see the, the line flip-flop. Uh, and so if you like live betting, which I do, you got to make sure you have your stuff in there. Um, hit a Grizzlies plus three and a half, uh, seven minutes into the game. And uh, you might you might actually catch that and you end up winning um, you know, easily. You're going down the stretch, one, two possession game. You feel confident because you know that the Grizzlies are going to cover that three and a half. Uh, and you can even catch them at a live money line at plus 140. Uh, so easy, easy money there. So um, that's all we have. I don't have anything else. If, if the chat has anything, uh, please share. Uh, but thank you for hanging out with us. Um, Alan Bell of CBS and Sportsline, they do the Early Edge podcast. Uh, you can find it at YouTube just like you do here. Uh, there's a big community. They go every day at 9 a.m. It's usually 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, it's it's so much fun. I'm in there mostly every day, just kind of hearing what they have, you know, what plays they have uh, tonight. We're we're on both kickers. Uh, I like York um, and McPherson, but Alan like McPherson. Uh, he's always uh, on those. And then you're going to see him probably tonight at some point in the afternoon. He'll put up another play uh, on one of their live shows. It'll probably be uh, one of the quarterbacks to throw an interception. I think they went 27 and 10 in their plays yesterday. Uh, just on a Sunday, 27 and 10, they have three shows, uh, probably six or seven guys that come on and get picks. Uh, but 37 total plays, 27 and 10, not bad, not bad. They're doing pretty good. But uh, tonight we're going to go and hit the total on the Grizzlies team total, not the total, the Grizzlies team total over 115 and a half. Grizzlies minus two. I'm going to be playing that live 100%. And I'm going to catch the Grizzlies money line at plus 140. Uh, but stay tuned. We're going to have about an hour for the game. The game tonight is at 7 o'clock, okay? seven. I'm sorry, not 7 o'clock. 8 o'clock Central. Uh, and if you're out uh, there in Nathan's time, Nathan's time zone, 7 o'clock for you, Nathan. Looking out for you, man. Uh, but 8 o'clock here locally, Central time. Uh, the Grizzlies take on the Jazz before they go Wednesday to take on uh, the Trailblazers. I don't believe I'll be back here uh, this week. And so we're going to have Nathan he, probably either by himself or with someone. Ryan may be on at some point. Uh, but I am traveling for work. Uh, I'll be down in the bayou. And so that'll be, a, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. I'll be down there near the Pelicans. I don't even know if they're, they're playing. But I will be down back on the 15th of November when the Grizzlies take on the Pelicans uh, down in New Orleans. I will, I will be in attendance. And so we'll be kind of giving a lot of live stuff from that game. But, uh, but that's all we have. Make sure you do what? Be nice and tell your friends.